Michelle. It's a Thursday morning here at the Mile High Church campus. It's August 17th. Hey, I know what date it is. I know where I am. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing today? That's a today? win. Your first win for the day. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> I'm doing great. We just had a wonderful board retreat yesterday. We have new board members, and so it's really nice to come together with the leaders of our community and watch their dedication and their commitment to us and to the church. Okay, tell everybody what happened. The Great Debate. The Great Debate. I thought it was a really great exercise. Our board president invited us all to have a great debate amongst each other about our pancakes, our waffles better. And the caveat was whatever the group decided, that other thing would no longer exist on the planet. So it was a fun, healthy, silly exercise that really showed the value of great debates and so I thought it was and, fun. And you, you, you came home. And oh, yeah. And I came home last night and there was this package for me and I opened it and it was a pancake maker. <laughs> so I don't know how it got there exactly. And so it was a manifestation. It was as one of our board members commented that um, uh, Dr. Michelle is the great manifester, <laughs> which I think is, is true that uh, you demonstrated that. You know, I have an interesting theory that, um, you know, in terms of personality tests, and we all like those, that there are three types of people. Yeah. There are uh, ranch people. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue sauce people, and then the rare and unique honey mustard Oh, people. my. And that, that, that's a great way to learn about people. Oh. I won't get into the oh. deep metaphysics of it. We but could do a whole podcast on that. We could. Yeah. We could. Yes. Yeah. If you're getting your chicken nuggets, which direction do you go in? Uh, <laughs> what if you like them just plain? I don't like any of those. I'm I'm stumped. I know. I'm I know. stumped. You're gonna have to think about that. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's it's back to school yeah. for most of our parents and kids. Uh, always adjusting to that new way of life, getting ready for the fall, and it's kind of back to school season here at Mile mm-hmm. High Church too. So mm-hmm. I got to start a, a Jesus class this week, uh, and uh, you've got a foundations class coming up. I do. I have a foundations of of science of mind class coming up where people can learn. Learn the foundational principles of our teaching. It's just another one of the classes that we offer to get people started. So yeah, and I think that's part of the spirit of back to school is I embrace change, uh, learn something in your life, mm-hmm. uh, maybe get a new outfit or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. I always loved uh, you know growing up with uh, sitcom television. You know, the season finale and the series premiere, and you know everyone shows up with a new haircut. Right, you know, there's something right. changing. So I, I would invite everyone, uh, whether you're going back to school. Um, or it's your kids or whatever it is, you know, what can be new uh, about you this year and what can you um, step in to learn uh, this fall as we wrap up a 2023? I think it's kind of fascinating how uh, in this Western part of the world, especially because we're also acclimated to the fall and the start of school and whether you have kids or not, that was the truth for all of us when we were younger and, and as we grew older, going back to school this time of year. So it does feel like there's something very primordial in the energy of who we are that says, let's learn something new. Let's try something new. Let's do something new. Let's grow in some way. And I think uh, um, for all of us, I have two kids that are at different levels of school. One right. is starting a new semester of junior college, and the other is right here at our Children's Enrichment Center preschool. But I think with with both of them, uh, my daughter and I read a book. It's called First Day Critter Jitters. Oh. 
And I think all of us mm-hmm. um, should step into mm-hmm. the spirit of first day uh, critter jitters. And I might ask you, Michelle, do you have any um, advice for helping our loved ones, our kids, our partners, or whatever it may be, um, to gently step into something that might be uncomfortable for uncomfortable for them? That first day of school feeling, kind of like our board retreat was right, yesterday. Right, uh, yeah. But are, are, you know, any tips for supporting others in in doing just that? Well, I love that book because I think the tip that I would have is you just have to call it out and acknowledge it, that no matter who we are, I've rarely met anybody for whom some level of change isn't a bit confrontive and challenging. And so to just acknowledge that for me, what I get to acknowledge when some change is coming or I feel called to learn something new is that my ego, the part of me that wants to stay comfortable and safe in what is and what I know and what has been, whether it's a summer where I've been just lollygagging and having a good old time with mom and dad at home, or whether it's that I uh, have loved what I know about some topic up until now, there comes that jittery feeling and that nervousness, which is natural and normal Mm -hmm. as we pursue change. And so if we make it natural and normal and we don't criticize ourselves for that and we acknowledge it and we look right at it, and we love ourselves in spite of it, I think it helps us to really feel even motivated to say, I can do this. I can grow. I want to grow. I want to learn something new. I want to expand. I want to to deepen my awareness of myself. So I think it's just looking right at it. How about you? Do you yeah. have any good advice? Well, I like that. I mean, we know the famous words of uh, President Roosevelt, which were uh, inspired by Thoreau, that there's nothing to fear but fear right. itself. But that doesn't work for me in the, <laughs> the everyday context because that's what I want my kids is to to recognize fear, see the importance of fear, but don't be afraid mm-hmm. of fear. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's part of the magic of the mm-hmm. first day critter jitters. Or there's a quote from Brendan Behan, which I've always liked, the, the Irish poet, that our uh, fears are paper tissue thin Mm -hmm. and a single act of courage would help us step right through them. And I think that's um, part of the magic of life is what is that next courageous step for you, for me, for any of us? And they don't have to be huge leaps. And that's Mm -hmm. the problem when we let fear hold us back before we know it. It's not a step, it's a giant precipice and we feel that we're Mm -hmm. stuck on top of the cliff. And so every day to have a healthy relationship with fear, which is designed to help us to pause, but then we get to use our spirit, our mm-hmm, creativity mm-hmm. Uh, to to step forward. And before you know it, we're having fun exactly. uh, because fun and fear, interestingly enough, have a kind of relationship with together. Mm-hmm. And, and fun sometimes is overcoming mm-hmm. that little bit of fear and realizing, you know what, I can do this. And you know what? I actually like it. Yeah. And I think we underestimate how many times if we look back, we were afraid and we stepped forward and there were loving people surrounding us to encourage us and to support us and to cheer us on and to be with us in our fear. I had a little example recently where, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but our good friend Tina Smith has gotten into mosaic uh, art. Cool. And she invited uh, myself and some other women to come over and learn about it. I do not fashion myself to be very artistic. And I was really nervous going over to her house to do this. And as she was teaching us to do it, I was also very, I felt very tense and nervous. I had some other things that were going on at the time that were probably contributing. But what I am remembering as I say this is she was such a loving gentle. You can do this. It's just your first time. Give it a shot. Oh, that's great. Here, try this. Let me show you a little bit. Let me show you a little trick here or there. And it just felt so wonderful to 
to feel my fear and yet feel her loving acceptance of it's okay, I gotcha. And my first, my first effort probably looks like a six-year-old did it, and I'm still pretty proud of it. And I, now I want to go back again because it eventually, as I kept being with it, it did become fun. Mm-hmm. It really was fun. And now I'm like, I want to go make more more art. Yes, so, yeah. And there, yeah. Are, there are some talented six-year-olds out there. <laughs> There's some very talented <laughs> and so, six-year-olds. And that, and that may be your answer, but that would be my other question for you today, Michelle, would be is, is what is your back-to-school thing mm-hmm. this year that you're stepping into that's uh, causing you to get out of your comfort zone uh, a little bit and hopefully experience some fun and joy? Well, I feel very motivated right now to learn some new things, uh, to enrich myself because I know that as a – a minister and a teacher and a human being on this planet, I always want to become a better version of myself. I'm always looking for things that I can utilize to help me as I do the work I do working with people or speaking or teaching or whatever. And so I want to be teachable. So I not only have been, I've been pushing myself. So it was a push to go do that art with her, but I also have been training with my mother, who's an Enneagram expert in learning how to be an Enneagram teacher, speaker, I can type people, but I also find that I'm just learning more about myself through the process. Mm -hmm. I have no uh, desire to go off and become some big Enneagram expert in the world. I just think it's really a fascinating study. It's helping me in my personal relationships, even with you. It's helping me Mm -hmm. understand between you and I what what goes on in our conversations and what motivates us. And, And even Bobby sitting right here, understanding him a little bit better, all sorts of people. And I love that. I love, uh, understanding the people I love and share my life with. And so, uh, it's helping me, but it's also, it's, it's interesting enough to learn something new, but then to have your mother be the person who's giving you the feedback along Mm -hmm, the way. mm -hmm. Just imagine that for a moment. Everybody take a deep breath. But it's been fine, actually. I've really enjoyed it. So well, yeah. Well, the the professionalism of your mom, Linda, yes, such a, yes. uh, is, is so good at what she does, and she I'm is. sure that enriches your relationship. And that that's what I really like about Enneagram and certain personality type of um, understandings is through yes. understanding ourselves and understanding people we love. It can help us improve our communication with exactly. one another. Exactly. That's exactly. great. Exactly. Are you learning something new? I just love how you. What I love about uh, your brain and how it works is how you read something and you retain it so well and you can communicate it so well and bring those quotes to us. And so does is reading books or doing new things help to stimulate that for you? I was always doing that. And I was noticing that, um, you know, in terms of writing talks or different things that I was feeling short on ideas mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it, I, it's a spiritual voice, I will say, but it's this dummy you're not reading it. <laughs> you know, you've got to go get. You got to get some more books because it gets you in that flow. So uh-huh. I do have a few things that I'm looking forward to reading, but I'm also you know looking at trying to spend a little bit more time in in quiet. And I, I think my big um, growing edge this year has been focusing on. You know, I use the word self advocating, but I think I'm one of those people. It's part of my two for mm-hmm. Enneagram folks that. Um, doesn't ever want to create a problem. And so I won't always necessarily talk about something that's going on with me at home or at Mm -hmm. work or just in any instance. And so I'm really trying to make a point, um, sometimes for better, sometimes for worse, Mm -hmm. uh, of, um, of, of being aware of what my, of what's going on with me and Mm -hmm. how to better Mm -hmm. communicate that, uh, for people. And, uh, I think that's good. I've had some good affirmations that I've been using this year and, um, you know, the science of mind stuff, it actually kind of works, which is pretty cool. So it's been fun to do that. Great. 
great. That's wonderful. Well, here we all are. Let's all embrace that back to school um, spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, again, we mentioned the classes. We it would be a shame if we didn't again mention Dan Harris before we Absolutely. go. We've got this mm-hmm. big event coming up November third. Yes, a wonderful opportunity to go deeper with your mindful practice, your meditation practice, becoming, as he talks in his book, 10% happier. And I think he's just going to be a delightful presence for us. I think he's going to teach us and uh, help us laugh together. And we've got a, we've sold quite a few tickets. So get your tickets. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. I look forward to it. Uh, Have a great week, everyone. Thank you.